This is the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, December 20th. Corey, you woke up and chose violence this morning. I don't know if I chose violence. I just um I had a I had a moment last night. I was thinking about some You had an epiphany. Um no, because I haven't figured any of it out. I'm I had whatever's the thing that happens to you that makes you confused. That uh that's just like me all the time. Like it wasn't an enlightenment opportunity. It was just like a aha. I don't get it. <laughs> uh-huh. Hmm, what the heck is actually happening here? So I want to I want to do a little uh, a little like mini breakdown here okay. of of something that crossed my mind last night. Sure. And and it's something I'm confused about. Now I'm going to use the Vikings as an example, but that's all this is. This is just an example. I'm not like upset that things are working out the way they are. I just noticed it because the Vikings, my favorite team, are in this scenario. This could be applied potentially anywhere, and I haven't broken it down to other divisions, other teams, other whatever in the NFL. Okay. But I would imagine this has happened in the past. It's going to happen again in the future. I'm just using the Vikings as the example this time, as like the 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 surrogate for this conversation. Okay. okay. The Vikings are 11 and 3 this year. That is the second best record in the NFL with Buffalo and Kansas City, only behind Philadelphia with the best record in the entire league, okay? Mhm. The Vikings are 3 and 1 in their division. That is tied with Detroit. The Packers are two and two. The Bears are 0 and four. Uh-huh. Okay. The Vikings are six and three in conference. So yes. that's just NFC games. Yep. They're six and three in conference, which is fourth best. They're actually tied with Tampa Bay for the fourth best conference record. They're behind Philadelphia, who's first, San Francisco, who's second. And Dallas is third. So, my question is, if the playoffs were to start today, the Vikings would be the two seed in the NFC. Mm -hmm. But as I just told you, despite their second best record in the NFL, they actually only have the fourth best record in the conference. Why, when it comes to conference seedings of the playoffs, are the Vikings going to be the two seed when they're tied for the fourth best record? That doesn't make any sense to me. If you now, that's if they were to start today and if things were to project out to the rest of the season. I got to take a few leaps, so you got to come along with me on this one, okay? All right. Also, the Vikings play. At home versus the Giants, at the Packers, at the Bears. They have two more divisional games to end the year. Mm -hmm. Detroit plays at Carolina versus the Bears, at the Packers. Two more divisional games. The Packers play at Miami, at home versus the Vikings, at home versus the Lions. Why do I bring that up? Because the Vikings last week were crowned divisional winners. Okay. But right now... 
they're only tied in the division with Detroit, and it could shake out that the Vikings have the technically the third best divisional record when the season ends. If the Vikings go 0-2 versus the Packers and Bears, their divisional record would end at 3-3. If Detroit goes 1-1, their divisional record would end at 4-2. If the Packers go 2-0, they would end at 4-2 in a divisional record. But the Vikings would still be division champs. My question to you in all of this is how the hell does that make any sense? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense to me. So please explain it to me like I'm a third grader. Okay, well, my guess, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate for you. I don't necessarily believe everything I'm about to say, but I'm going to give you the answer. All right, I'm going to fight back, and I don't want you to take it personally. I'm fighting the devil, (laughs) per your example here. For the example. For your uh, devil's advocate. Uh, so, what I'm going to say is is that the divisions, it's, you're trying to, basically, it's divided into four little pockets across the NFL, and you're trying to decide which one of the teams in these four little pockets is the better out of the four. Division record plays into it. It is a tiebreaker, and you're playing all of these teams more often because, obviously, you're trying to see which group of you is the better team, but you still have to, it still is which team wins the most amount of games and which team is the better team because you are what your record says you are. And if you're the best record team, you're still the best team in that division. And that's, I think, where my biggest hang up on it is, is you still have to, is you're looking at it more like a conference. So like the Park Region Conference in basketball could be, like uh, you know, a team in the Park Region Conference can win, even if they don't have the mo- the highest number of total wins, but they have the most number of wins within their conference. Same thing in the Big Ten, you know, uh, with basketball. Whoever wins the conference outright will be the the team that wins the most amount of conference games. There will probably be a team or two in there that maybe wins more games than them, but they're still the Big Ten champions. But I think in terms of this, this is divisions aren't quite the same thing as conferences. Okay, then I have a question. Why do they call them division champs then? Because they're the best team in the division. But they're not. There's, they're potentially not. They're Within the division, records are that potentially the Vikings could have what would be considered the third best record in the division. Now, they might have overall wins. And I understand your point. But I don't think that's the full picture. Tell me what is the difference between you use the high school, the high school sports, okay? What is the difference between conference play, subsection play, and a section championship between that and the division, conferences, and Super Bowl? So, like... What's what's the actual difference and the breakdown there? Because I think I could argue that division and conferences go head to head. The NFC and AFC brackets are your subsections. The subsection champions play each other in the section championship, the Super Bowl. What's the difference? I think I So I'm trying to find the right 
right way to answer this. If anybody's wondering, by the way, I totally sprung this on CJ. So that's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what I think more is like, um, and maybe this isn't the best answer for it, but um, I would just say that things are, in terms of with the NFL, like it's just, it's just got to go to the best record because you can't have a situation where there's a team that wins 10... That, there's a team that goes 10 and 6... And is their division winner, yep. but all six of their losses or six of their losses came within the division. It's not great. They're not maybe the strongest playoff team, but if they have more wins than a certain other team, you got to give them the benefit of the doubt in that situation. But the division winner makes the playoffs, correct? Yes. As a division winner, not a wild card. Yeah. So the only thing that matters is the overall record, is what you're saying. But it's not because a team with a better record could be a wild card over the division, but they don't take division records into determining who wins the division. They do if there's a tiebreaker. I know, but the division is the title. That should be that that shouldn't be a, the, the division record shouldn't be the tiebreaker. If it's a battle for who is the division winner, the division record should be the determining factor, should be the first thing, and then you can move to tiebreakers, right? My my Is my problem just that calling someone a division champ is just the wrong, it's a semantics thing? Like, that's the wrong thing to call someone? Well, okay, so I guess my question, what do you, what would you call somebody then? Or like, what's the right, what, I know you, I'm going to spring this up, what's the answer to this uh to your hypothetical here, you're you're going to the playoffs. You, if when someone makes the division is a division champ, is crowned the division champ, all that did for the Vikings in reality is just they're in, right? With a home playoff game, with a ho- with a home playoff game, per record, per their record, right? Yeah, per their overall record. Yeah. Okay. All it did was guarantee because the records the, the record determines who gets the bye, who gets the home play that that determines Yeah, seed. but only division winners get the home playoff game. Right, but the division record is not determined by play within the division. It's determined by play within the conference and non-conference. That doesn't make any sense. That'd be like in uh, and I I know it's different, but wow, why is it different? I don't understand what the I don't understand what the actual difference is. Well, and I think this is also, I think the thing you're bringing up is similar to like uh, when, like let's look at Tampa Bay in the NFC South. They have a below 500 record, but they're still in first place in their division, I believe. And so it leads to this this talk of why, like you're saying, why do divisions matter the way they do? Does it need some kind of restructure into making sure you get the best teams into the postseason? But I feel like it's just more of like, a micro, like it's just more of like an issue that doesn't happen as often. But Tampa as, Bay is going to win their division, probably. They and Carolina are three and one, so there's a world where Tampa Bay wins the division with the best record within the division. Yeah. My p- and has the best overall record. My yeah, my point is though is like people look at a situation like the Viking. Typically, the team that does win the division has the best division record, anyways. So like it's just more of like it naturally one happens after the other. It's a it's yeah it's not a likely scenario where the Vikings would have the worst record in the division and not okay, win it. But 
I'm not saying worst record. I'm saying uh, no. I'm saying a worse record than a certain than a different team in the. All right, I've question for you: Is it in the realm of possibility that the Vikings arrest players and go zero and two over against the Packers and Bears the rest of the year? I th- I can think you rule that out as an option. I'll rule out both weeks. I'll rule. I will. I almost will guarantee you that they're not going to play guys in Week 18 against the Bears. So, all right. But if they go 0-2 and finish 3-3, and like... 0-2 is just, on the table. Is 0-2 on the table? 0-2 is on the table, Is yes. 2-0 on the table for Detroit? Yeah. The Vikings will have a better overall record, but a worse divisional record than Detroit. Yeah. But the Vikings are division champs. That doesn't make any sense. I, I'm just... I'm saying this is more an exception than it is the rule. I'm not... Right. And I'm not saying it's going to... I understand there's a hypothetical, but I'm asking to play the hypothetical game no i am what, what's where's the where's the that doesn't make any sense how can you be crowned a division champ if you don't have the best record in the division i'm just saying that's it, a possibility that doesn't make sense to me and i'm just repeating myself because i don't know what else to say <laughs> <laughs> i understand your point i understand it's different than than um like high school setups and i probably sound like an idiot right now but i don't understand what's the point of keeping track i think the title needs to be different i think you're if the divisional record has nothing to do with being a division divisional champ which it doesn't right we're gonna i mean potentially yeah it potentially is gonna work out that way then we need to call it something different It's like sometimes I have a problem with the with the award being called the MVP. Yeah. Because they just give it to the best player. But that doesn't mean they're the most valuable necessarily. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it should be the most outstanding player. It's just a semantics thing. We need to call it something else. Yeah. Uh, you should just get a, instead of a shirt that says conquered the North, it just says we're going to the playoffs. <laughs> so it's like uh, it's like baseball when you get those playoff shirts when you have the guys dousing themselves in champagne for making the second wild card. Yes, we're in. We're in. That's we're in. That's what it should be. Hashtag we're in. I don't know. I thoroughly confuse myself and I don't think I feel better about any of it. I got to go. That being said, Skull Vikings. Skull to the bull. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, December 20th. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plug Door Chris Howard. University of Michigan QB J.J. McCarthy makes bold predictions but doesn't fulfill them, and Ohio State kicker Noah Ruggles misses an opportunity to etch his name in Buckeye lore. Fans love their teams and the players. That is, until they don't. When it comes to finger-pointing, you'll find no greater antagonist than the fan. Why? Because it means more to them, or so they believe. As a former player, nothing angers me more than armchair charlies accusing the teams of overlooking opponents or blaming players for providing bulletin board material. But leading up to the game, the fan is the one talking the most, boasting the most. When the team is winning, it's a lot of we talk. But when the team loses, it turns into they lost. You will never know what those moments feel like because you didn't put in the work to earn those feelings from those moments. That's the great thing about being part of a team. You win as a team, you lose as a team. We cry, we console our brother, we don't point the finger, we go back to work, back to the early morning workouts, the hill sprints, back to the bloody noses and broken bones, 
Why? Because it really means more to us. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. And don't forget BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen. And galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details.